0: Hi there, Allison here, career coach and your host of Home Run Interviews. This is where every day we break down tricky interview questions and learn how to put our best foot forward and tackle those interesting topics, all so that you can knock your next interview out of the park. Today, the fourth part of our series where we're taking a step back to talk about your job hunt. Are you being intentional? Well, uh, probably not, but you're getting there. This is Home Run Interviews. Okay, so your resume is created, uh, it's narrowed down and created for specific jobs that you want to apply for, Uh, you've gussied up your LinkedIn, and you understand the power behind it and how to utilize it, so you're ready to get searching, right? Well, almost. So there's one other trick that I talk to my clients about when they're doing job searches, and this is really a proactive measure to help you uh, if you come across like stumbling blocks. And to really keep track of everything uh, that you're doing or should be doing. So this comes from a project management background. And what you need to do is to set up a document or project management board um, in order to keep track of all of the steps of your job search and um, to make sure that nothing falls through the cracks. So... Again, we're taking a step back. We're not blasting our applications across job boards or anything like that. We want to be specific about where we're applying and intentional about the way we go about doing these applications. So things that we can do here, um, obviously, we're setting up our social profiles, we're reaching out, we're having informal interviews, um, which we'll talk a little bit more about um, in a future networking episode. Um, but when we're talking about the actual job search, there are certain steps that you want to make sure that you follow. Um, the first one is making sure that wherever you hear about that job, that you're tracking it back to the company, to their internal posting board. Again, I know it's really um, an attractive idea to go onto ZipRecruiter and just say, yep, I wanna to apply to all five of these jobs. But you have to think about what's happening on the other side of the table, where if you're somebody who's getting all of the applications, you're going to start sourcing them out um, as easy as possible. So when I was doing hiring, I would get up to 200 applications for a single opening, and it's really whittling things down to finding the best applicants that are not gonna waste my time, right? And so the, one of the things that I did and I was trained to do was to look at the intention behind it. So things like did they, where they uh oh, excuse me, where they applied was the first thing that I looked at because if they applied on ZipRecruiter or Indeed uh, or Monster.com, even if that's still around, a lot of people do that. They save their resume and they shoot it off. Uh, those profiles are incomplete. They're inconsistent. They're usually not even relevant to the opening, so I didn't focus on those as much as the ones that actually took the time to go back to our website to see if that listing was still open for that job and then applied. Also, more than that, I made sure that I was always interviewing anybody who was an internal applicant or anything, anybody that I went out and sourced because I thought that their skills were a good match for our position. So. Internal applicants, people I sourced, people who applied on our website, that was usually it for people that I actually brought in for interviews. So in your document, you're still sending out probably dozens of resumes a day, Um, even if you're doing... Uh, your applications through the company website. That's a lot to keep track of. So every time you list one of those off, just go ahead and put the job description and the link to the job description in your document or into your project management tool. Then next to it, next column, go ahead and make a checkbox and say applied, right? After that, you're going to want to know if you heard anything back. So next column, heard something back. Next column, followed up, right? So if you don't hear anything back, you can probably send a follow-up email or reach out to some of your connections on LinkedIn or what have you to see what the status of your application is. Again, if you're going through 200 resumes, it's really easy for some of those to slip into the cracks. And also, if I don't remember you when I looked at your resume, I'm going to look again because somebody's asking me to take a look. So, we're going to go ahead and see if you followed up. Now, there's usually rejection, right? Or interest and in phone screen. So, if you're rejected, you're going to want to make sure that you are asking them why the rejection. Now, a lot of times in these early stages, it, you're just going to get an automatic rejection that says, "Hey, thanks for your interest, but no thanks," right? That's okay. At least it's closure. Um it's probably a do not reply email, so if you send something, it's just going to bounce. But if it's somebody who actually, it's coming from a human and a human email address, like name, at, company name, uh, you know, it's one of those things that you can say, hey, thanks for uh, thanks for letting me know. I appreciate the closure. Um, can you tell me why you decided to pass? Now, more than likely, they're not going to take the time to respond, but you might get a nice person uh, that says, Oh, you know what? it's because of this or it's because I've seen these other types of candidates that maybe are a little bit stronger than you thank them for that and also go ahead and take that and put it in your personal inventory so that you can take the chance to improve next time that you apply Um, I can guarantee you that 99% of candidates don't do this they don't take the opportunity and their perceived failures as an opportunity to grow so Make that as a column on your project management sheet for yourself to go ahead and try to figure out why you're rejected. Now, let's talk about the other side of the coin where you're brought in for an interview. Great, interview scheduled, interview happened, thank you note sent, callback interview, or failure, right? Those are the outcomes. And so you're gonna go ahead and put the dates that it's scheduled. Make sure that that's in your calendar, make sure that everything's aligned, uh, that you know if you're going on a Zoom call or a phone call or what have you, and who you're gonna interview with. And also, might as well put another thing in there of research, right? Hopefully before you're sending out applications, you're looking at the company and everything like that to decide whether or not you would actually wanna work there in the first place. But it gets really real when you begin the interview process. So doing a quick search on the internet about the company, about the person interviewing you, um, about their culture, about some recent news topics, who their CEO is, that's gonna go a long way into powering your, uh, your conversation um, and empowering you to show that you did your homework on the company and that's the kind of person you are. So again, after a phone screen, if you get a rejection letter, this is really where feedback comes into play because you talked to a real human and there is a connection there, right? It might be small and they may ghost you, but again, this is where you actually had performance that they can judge against, um, that you can actually take and implement immediately that feedback. So I want you to do the same thing for a second interview, a third interview, et cetera, et cetera, all the way until you got a job, making sure that you send thank you notes, making sure that you send follow-ups, making sure that you're on prompt, But this way, it's really helping you over time stay on top of your stuff um, so that nothing slips through the cracks on your end. And also, if you see that your candidacy only gets to a certain portion and then drops off, you can really start to dig in and try to figure out what's going on there. So if you're sending out resumes and you're only getting interviews for a certain kind of resume, let's go ahead and look at what's different between that and another job description right? If you're getting uh, phone screens, but you're not getting any callbacks, it might be time to hire an interview coach to really practice those skills and see what's going on. It's a way to diagnose your problems or your issues so you can overcome things and get that job even faster. So I hope that this is useful. Um, I do this with all my clients, (laughs) so if you need any help with that, go ahead and give me a shout um, at coach at affordablecareerconsulting.com. I'll be happy to give you a template um, of the spreadsheet that we use, um, and also I might give you um, at least a downloadable video of the project management tool that I like to use um, when I'm working on these things as well. That's it for today. We'll see you later.